What up, what up, what up? I'm tired. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> Fine, we'll get through it anyway. We How's shall. Weekend? Yeah, it was alright, it was cool. That very, um, it felt very busy, so I used Mondays for that kind of rest. I didn't go carnival. Um, how about you? It's been good, I went to Manchester Pride. How was it? It was wild. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like a three-day, four-day thing, like Friday to Monday, so... That's why I could use a detox, I can imagine. Honestly, yeah. That's what, uh, today I've literally done nothing. Just been sleeping. Yeah, catching up on Me too, honestly. Even though I was supposed to be working. I mean, I did work, but... <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? A bit of both. I know. Anyway, um, welcome to The Rated Podcast, a podcast where we speak about all things music and popular culture related. I'm Oli Vade. And I'm Carl Stearman. And today we are giving you another Hot Topics episode. Um, there's actually not that that many um, stories that's happened in the last few weeks, but yeah, I'm going to let you know those. So I'm going to kick it off with um, Chris Brown was asked earlier if he done enough to get a star on the Hollywood, Hollywood Walk of Fame. Um, and I don't know if he has, to be honest. Like, in my opinion, I'm not sure if it warrants... Because obviously he has had a good career mm. and he has done quite a lot for the music industry. But I don't, I don't know if it is enough because other than that, what else has he really done? That's what I think. I don't know. What do you think? I get you. So basically you're saying like, because he's like only... Wait, do you mean like because he's only done stuff in music generally? Is that yeah, because you, you know, when you think, yeah, because you need to think about like artists like Rihanna and Beyonce, whatever, they, they like dips their toes in like other things mm. and I don't know I don't know if Chris Brown does any like I, mean, I guess I don't know I guess the Hollywood of, Hollywood Walk of Fame like the star on there I guess it is for entertainment so maybe, maybe I don't know maybe he has done a, a lot he's been in the game for like how many years now so yeah it's been a I while now. it's been over like 15 years even though he's still quite young it's been a while um I feel like I don't know give the artists that have done their things their flowers whilst they're still here I guess because Although he's young, I feel like he has quite had quite a decorated music career. But then it's the kind of the argument of like, you know, like when we were talking about before the, the Vanguard Award and like, oh, who could have got it before and yeah. kind of thing. So it might be it. That kind of comes into play, I think. Like it can be a thing of where, well, he's been in career for 15 plus years, but then there's people that have been in their careers for 20 plus that haven't got it. So do you give it to them first or whatever? But I don't know how they actually decide who deserves at some point but i think he's definitely due in the next five years i think it'll be a nice present at like the fifth anniversary of his um sorry the 20th anniversary of his first album so like in 2025 i think it'll be no sorry his album is in three years i can't count so he's been out he's for really... 18 years yeah anyway since 2005 his first album came out in 2005 i believe or maybe 2004 but anyway yeah so in the next couple of years i think he'll be due um that kind of accolade, I think. I think he's up to it. Although he's still quite young again, he's not, he won't be even... He'll be, like, approaching mid-30s, almost 40s, but he'll still be quite young, in my opinion, so... Yeah, that's true. Yeah, thinking about it, I think maybe he has done enough, to be fair. Um, yeah, but you're right, he hasn't done anything, like, besides, like, music. He's acted in, like, one film called Lottery Ticket, I think. Yeah, exactly. Um, but, yeah, besides that, I think music is definitely his bread and butter, um, whereas other artists, like, try to branch into other things. Yeah, and like yeah. you said, you know, give people flowers while they're still here, not when they're dead, because... they can't see, yeah. But that's what happens most of the time when 
with these artists. Like people appreciate them when it's too late. Yeah, like, exactly. When they're dead and it's like they can't see all these accolades and these things when they're in the grave, unfortunately. So Yeah. I agree. Um in other news, Timberland and Swiss Beats are suing the app Trilla for twenty eight million over verses. So to my knowledge they they started verses from during a pandemic. So they started like it started through Instagram Live and it was very techy and there's always someone had Wi Fi someone always had Wi Fi issues and that was when it was nice and authentic and it was cool. Then they sold it, I believe, to Trilla. And I think now they want it back. But a lot of people are like, Well, why did you sell it in the first place? Because like, you know, it was something that you guys owned. So like just because it you know, selling it obviously meant that they made like a profit from it, but like you know, I think it would have been more profitable for them to keep it and then like market it how they want. Then you know, people can offer to advertise on their show. Like they could have had a long term income coming in rather than like a one off sort of payment kind of thing. So I think I want it back now, but I'm just like, well, guys. Yeah, I agree with everything you said. Like, does, what's the point of selling it in the first place? Yeah. Um, I guess these kind of things are tricky when. I mean, I didn't even know Trilla was still going on. Yeah, that's the thing. Like they like advertise. So whenever like there's a versus, it always will say like, I think sponsored by Trilla or whatever. Um, or you can watch it sometimes through like the app or something. If I'm not mistaken, I've never like downloaded Trilla before to even know. But it's like the failed version of TikTok. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I think I've used it back in the days when it first came out. Yeah, like once or twice, but then I never really got into it. It was just yeah. Yeah, I feel like TikTok definitely won the battle of the new apps between them, if anything. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think they will win? Um, I'm not sure. It depends, to be honest. I think they definitely deserve it back, but I hope that it kind of makes, like, black content creators think about ownership a bit more. Because I think what they tend to do is that they'll create a product or, or, yeah, create a product, and then they're like, as soon as someone wants to buy it, they just sell it. And it's just like, why would you do that? Like, this is something that you've crafted and you've made and it was your baby. And yeah. it's like, now you sold it onto somebody else. And now you're like, oh, I want it back. So it's just like, hopefully just people think. They just see dollar signs, don't they? Literally, all they see is signs. They see dollar signs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, moving on, we have... Um, I don't know how many times has Billboard changed their damn chart rules. <laughs> they very strategic, <laughs> but it leads on anyway. Yeah, very, very... Yeah. Anyway, they've changed it again. Uh, pure sales now have 33% less impact on the Hot 100. So, um, 1,000 sales will equal 1.33 instead of 2. Um, how do you think that will affect the, the charts? So, I think the issue with that is with that it, they changed it, like, midweek when Nikki was, like, coming out with Super Freaky Girl. So, I was just like, mm. So, the point change meant that because she was selling a lot of pure sales. So people were buying the single. So it meant that there had to be more versions of the song. So then I, I believe that's why she would probably released the remix and she released the, um, all, not the clean version, there was a dirty yeah. version. There was also like an acapella version that she released because all those remixes combined would help with the sales because the barbs were buying the song like mad. Um, that leads on to Nicki Minaj. She debuted at number one with Super Freaky Girl. But I think that it was a bit trifling that Billboard changed their rules in the middle of her, like... Because they noticed that the bars were buying the single quite a lot. She was at the top four positions in the US iTunes for, like, three, four days. And all of a sudden, they were like, oh, let's change the rules now. Pure sales are going to equal less. And it kind of mad to me, because I think... 
because you know the main things that make up the chart positioning is like sales so pure sales so how many people buy your single with actual money um, or vouchers or whatever then it's radio and it's streaming and now yeah. pure sales seems to be less like valued than radio radio is actually the most um the platform that will get you the position on the charts which is kind of crazy to me so like for example harry styles gets a lot of radio play but Nicki yeah. Minaj might sell more physical singles than him but because he gets more radio play he's going to be number one rather than she and that's a bit weird to me i feel like pure sales should be number one then i think maybe streaming and then maybe radio should be the, the tertiary or the third kind of thing but um yeah what do you think generally speaking I was actually going to say the same thing. I think streaming should be above uh, radio play. Yeah. Because um, that's like one of the main um, forms of like, consumption of music mm-hmm. these days anyway. So I do get, I get that, you know, not many artists do sell a lot like pure sales wise because obviously that's just the time we're living in. Um, but I do think it's kind of shady that they, they did change it like so close to her release. Like is someone like behind the scenes trying to like... Sabotage. Like sabotage her. I know, um, that's the thing. It seems that way. She did mention something like this uh, back in 2018 on Queen Radio. Yeah. She was saying basically how like she feels like people in the music industry or like on the charts and stuff always like sabotage her some way. So I don't know, I feel like this kind of puts a bit of fuel to that because I don't know why they will just decide, randomly decide to change it. Like there was no reason exactly. to do it. So um, obviously I don't want to accuse people of foul play if it's not really foul play, but it just does. It doesn't sound. It sounds like a bit shady to me. Yeah, I agree. It definitely did. But uh, she still debuted at number one, which is really great. She's had the like um, highest amount of pure sales for any single this year so far. Even best than Adele. I think Adele's "Easy" was, or whatever song it was, was like seventy-four thousand pure sales. Now Nicki's on eighty-nine thousand, which is great. So well done to her, and she also received her VMA Vanguard Award. Um, she performed a medley of her hits. And I think she's got so many songs, it was actually mad, like, to just... She had to do little a couple of seconds of, like, bare of her songs. It was kind of crazy. And she hosted as well. So, I'm proud of Nicki Minaj as a true fan. I really just feel like she's really accomplished a lot in the last 13-plus years, maybe more, 14, yeah, plus years. So, it was nice to see her, like, receive her flowers. And I think... Did you see the VMAs or, like, any clips or anything? Or did you catch... No, not yet. I haven't. I haven't. But I did see that she dropped an album, which was random. Yeah, she dropped, like, a compilation album yeah. of, like, her hits. And then, yeah. So, it was, like, a random sort of thing. But, um, yeah, I feel like she's in that point of her career where she can do that because she's got that many songs as well. And I don't think she's ever had, like, a compilation sort of album before, so... Um, she put some, some new songs on some of her new songs on there, didn't she? Yeah, I think Super Freaky was on there. She also dropped yeah. a song with um Skeng. What's it called? Is that guy's name? Skeng something, yeah. Yeah, Skeng something. I forgot his name. But um, yeah, I'm proud of Nicki, man. I'm proud of her. Oh, and the performance, yeah. So I guess whilst we're talking about VM, VMAs, um, yeah, her performance was really good. I think one thing I would have liked to change is maybe... um So like, you know Rihanna, when Rihanna got the Vanguard Award... Yeah, she did like different performances right throughout the night. Like they kind of staggered it because obviously she's got a lot of bare songs. She did like different bits, so yeah. like it was like medleys but at different times. Maybe like you know the first hour she'll perform like you know Rude Boy and like yeah. on the replay and whatever. And then next like at the end of the show she did like um, Diamonds and um, maybe what's the other song called that? Show? Love on the Brain. Yeah, there we go. Love on the Brain. 
that's that's what I think Nikki could have done that, like spread it out for the 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 evening if they thought about it because then I think it would have made sense because she was rapping like a couple seconds of each song and I was just like, how did you remember which song was in which order because I would have forgotten, but that's why she's Nicki Minaj. But yeah, besides that, no other gripes. I think the performance was good. She danced well. She gave us more than an eight count. I was like, come on, Nikki, do it. <laughs> Love it. Um, and she looks beautiful. And, you know, um, I love Nicki Minaj. I think she's generally my favourite rapper, like, even including males. So I can safely admit that. And, yeah, I'm looking forward to hearing the rest of the album. Do you like Freaky, Super Freaky Girl yet? Or well, where are we? Yeah, I, I, no, I actually like it now. Oh, okay. It's very catchy. And it's a girl. And it's also, I do I like it a lot better than Do We Have a Problem and Bussin. Okay, yeah, uh, definitely. Mm. Like I said before, that's the kind of Nicki I like, like, pop. Like pop rap, Nikki. Yeah. So I'm happy that she. I'm happy that she released like a fun summer song because that's what we. That's what we was missing. Yeah, basically, it came at a good time, like to just release it. I agree. Also, who else do you think? I know we mentioned this before in a couple of episodes, but who else do you think deserves the Vanguard Award? Like maybe like two or three people you think could probably get it in the next, the next three years, I guess, or two years. Sierra should get. Should get it. You hear that, people? Sierra. Because <laughs> he has so many videos, and there's just it's cut. Crazy that she hasn't got recognized for it yet because she actually does put in effort when she when she's not being lazy. <laughs> <laughs> like her videos are actually really good, I think. So especially yeah. like especially in her um like the evolution era and stuff like that, they're really yeah. good videos. So yeah, I think she could get it. And then another person, maybe hmm, I'm not sure. Trying to think, I don't know. Who do you think? Yeah, I think. I agree with you. Sierra definitely deserves it. Like, I was thinking the award, I was, like, trying to read into it a bit more because I was thinking it can't just be for videos. So, like, it's a general... It's about, like, your videos and, like, also your impact as well in the music industry. So I was thinking, okay, like, Sierra definitely. Um, I don't remember who else has even got it, to be honest, but I feel like someone like Sierra, then, yeah, defo. Um, maybe Chris Brown, I think, because he's quite decorated as well, I think, in terms of, like, his performances, his impact on music and stuff. And... I don't know. I don't know who you are. It's hard, think, isn't it? Yeah, it's difficult to think. But I think those two definitely are due in the next five years anyway. And then I'm trying to think who else is like a really good performer. Um, I would have said something like Tanache, but I feel like she's not been as decorated as others. And unfortunately, didn't have that the same kind of career span as yeah. some of the others I have mentioned. I think maybe like if, if Tanache keeps going how she's going... Maybe in the next like five years or so, when she's got more like more things under her belt, and maybe she's a bit more decorated because I think she does have the potential to be um, yeah. bigger than she is, like we've discussed before. So maybe yeah. in the next five or so years, she, I, I can see her doing it because she's such a good performer and puts effort into her videos, and yeah. like, she does really contribute to the music industry. So it'd be nice for her to be appreciated at that point. But yeah, I think definitely Sierra's up there in my in my books of who should get it next. I think so too, yeah, generally. I feel like she's quite underrated as well, generally speaking, in terms of, like, her musical contributions, because a lot of people sleep on her accolades and things that she accomplished, but she's actually been quite successful in however many years span, you know what I mean? So, yeah. yeah. But yeah, we'll see anyway what happens in the next few years, for sure. So the last thing on Nikki is that she is now the most decorated female rapper in DMA history, because she has seven awards now. Um, and Missy Elliott had that before, I believe. Yeah. So she's passed Missy, which is crazy. But it's obviously, like, it's, 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 it's not actually surprising, to be fair. Mm. Um, obviously, Missy's a bit quieter now, isn't she? So. Yeah, that's uh, true. I feel like, also, like, um, 
I don't know, it's weird because I feel like because of Nicki Minaj's the time she came around, there was a quiet time. So she was able to kind of do a lot of things that there was no competition. So that kind of benefited her, I think. Um whereas Missy has obviously I think Missy had health issues as well, which probably have, have led to her like kind of not being as in as I don't know, involved in her career as she as she previously was, if that makes sense. I think that's why she probably takes a, a like quite a few breaks in between. Um well, Missy's One... definitely done, done, sorry, just gonna say Missy's definitely done enough back in her past to Yeah. Uh, she doesn't even really need to do anything anymore to Exactly. Fair. She's a legend, definitely. So I think she's like at that point with like the Mariah as well. I think, you know what, if you wanna make music then it's just up to you. But I think we're happy with what we've heard from yeah. you guys. That Missy kinda of sparked a debate online though. Um she mentioned something about she tweeted something about classics versus hits. Um, basically in line with, like, it, it, everybody thought it was in line with, like, Nicki Minaj getting a number one, and then that's when she tweeted about it. So then everyone was like, hmm, are you trying to shade Nicki? Da, 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 da. So it led to a bit of backlash. But I think she made a good point. So she basically said something about, um, what did she say? She said, like, a question. So she said, she said there's a, a difference between a hit and a classic record, or no. Then she asked what the difference is. So, like, do you think there is a difference between a hit and a classic record? Yeah, I do. I definitely believe that there's um, there are some songs that can be like number one and a hit for like let's just say like a few weeks in summer, and then and then like next year or, or next even the next month you'll just forget about it. Mm. And it's just not, and it just gets like pushed down in their catalog mm-hmm. for some artists. So I do believe, and I do think that certain songs, I know, like for an example, like um, I don't know, like single ladies and we found love. Uh, umbrella they're all like classic songs where mm-hmm. obviously there's a point where you just you've we've, we've ever played it so we don't really play them anymore but <laughs> but they are considered like staples in their in both of their careers mm. so i do think there yeah definitely there is a difference between like uh let's say like a i don't know like a microwave hit <laughs> and a classic song so yeah i think she has a point to, to be honest yeah i agree but then i feel like it's like Obviously, the timing is, is going to make people think they're talking Nicki Minaj because, like, literally, Nicki Minaj is now... Her name's next to Lauren Hill because she's, like, the the only other female rapper who's debuted at number one with a, um, with a song since Lauren Hill in 1998. So she's in the history books now. So everyone's like, oh, she sounds bitter. Because when WAP and, um, up and whatever, people were saying were number one, she didn't say anything about classics, first hits and whatever, whatever. So... Yeah, it, I feel like there's always been a bit of a gripe with Nicki Minaj and, like, the other female rappers of the older generation. Like, a lot of them, I don't think they really take to her too well, if that makes sense. Like, I would even say, I don't really think they have an issue with her, but I just don't think they very... Like, I don't see her. Like, you know, she never made anything collaborated with, like, people like Nicki, Nicki, Missy Elliott. Obviously, Little Kim and her had drama. Queen Latifah, I don't really seem to be messing with her too tough. Like, I don't really see the older generation really embrace her besides Foxy Brown, I think. And... I think she's met Lauren Hill and Lauren Hill embraced her and she was very humble in her presence. But yeah, I mean... I think it's just two different generations. It I is, yeah. They, they just probably don't see what she's doing as great as what they were doing back in the days or maybe they just feel like they should... I don't know. Maybe Nikki hasn't given them enough flowers or some sort of jealousy. I don't know. It's just weird. I think that's... I don't understand why there has to be any sort of issue anyway. Just like, they should just be happy for... that she's carrying the flag for female rap. Yeah, generally, because it's representative of, like, because when people are talking about these conversations, they will be mentioning, like, the little Kims, they will be mentioning the Missy Elliots and the ones that came before her anyway. So it's, it's not 
it's like it's always going to bring them up in conversation either way so yeah and i would just add to what you said as well yeah i agree there's a difference between like classics um plus hits but as you said hits anything can hit number one and then like three fall off the chart the next week that happens to a lot of like takashi 69 songs he like will debut at number one or whatever and then like you never hear the song although next week the song will tank because it doesn't have the radio play because he's like blacklisted from radio or whatever and then or the song's just not that good anyway it's just he's like little fans got excited and streamed it a lot in yeah. one week so yeah and the classic is like definitely something that has replay value factors and when somebody performs you expect them to like sing this song like if Beyonce doesn't perform like Crazy in Love or Baby Boy or Rihanna doesn't perform like Diamonds you're like oh like you yeah. know what I mean yeah exactly yeah. Period. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Moving on to feeding the population and spreading one seed. Um, oh, Nick <laughs> Nick Cannon is expecting his tenth child. Oh, um, this is just too much now. I'm just like Father Abraham. When are you gonna relax? I don't understand. <laughs> Chill like, out. Many sons. <laughs> Chill out. Like I know that he's ill or whatever, and so he kind of wants. To... He said that he wants to like make sure he has like. A legacy basically, he definitely does, but you don't need to be ten, 10 children is a bit too much. I'm sorry, that's just like with like 10 different women. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny every time I just see like, oh, Nick kind of expecting his 10th child. It's like, really? And these women, like, they just don't, they didn't seem to mind, they don't care, they're not, they're happy. And the gag is that, um, the ninth child hasn't been born yet, so they're <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, his 10th child is on the way, but the ninth one is still in the womb. I said, yay, okay, gosh. No, he needs to calm down. I think that's I think that's enough now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm sure there will be more. <laughs> For real. Um. Anyway, moving on, we have another makeup line. I, sorry, like I made a mistake on this list. I'm so sorry. I put makeup. I meant skincare, generally. Oh, I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, wait, hold it. It's not makeup. My bad. Beauty cosmetics line. Let's there see. we go. Thank you. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, Sierra's dropping one um, on the 15th. Or did she drop one already? No, yeah, she announced one. Oh, she announced one. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she announced one called On a Mission OM. I don't really like the name, to be honest. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> it's not really catchy. <laughs> Should have got you on um, the marketing team then, I guess. <laughs> um. But yeah, cool. I'm happy that Sierra's like, she's dabbling in a little bit of everything. Like, she's kind of, um, she just seems like she's enjoying life. Ever since she's married Russell, mm. um, she just seems so, like, happy and, like, free. And, like, she's not, not she doesn't really care about, like, chart positions and, mm-hmm. uh, and stuff like that. It just seems like she just does whatever she wants when she wants. And I just like that. I just love that for her. Sis is living a soft life. She's living and enjoying it. I agree. I think, yeah, you're right. Since you married Russell, like, I haven't heard anything negative from her mouth, basically. She hasn't seemed to experience any hardships. She seems happy. She's got her three babies, happy marriage. She's got good friends, good friends around her, good support system. She's launched her clothing line. She got her masters, um, her music masters from her label or old label or whatever. She's signed a new deal with, I think, Republic Records which is a distribution deal, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, she's happy. She's glowing. She's thriving. And I think when she first came out, she did mention she would like to like go into different things. She likes to have her own fashion line and like beauty products and that kind of thing. And a lot of people do comment on Sierra's skin because she does have like a nice, fresh face yeah. for like, makeup on and stuff. So like, I'm a glad lot of people said, you know when she was like struggling in the music industry mm. um, around like 2012 or whatever, 
or post 2010 people she's always um people are always saying that she should she could be a model like yeah um, it it makes sense for her to go into like that sort of sort of lane of of lane i should say um and yeah honestly i didn't feel like i know i am a sierra fan i know you're a sierra fan but honestly Mm. i don't feel like she really needs to make music anymore yeah Um, i'm i kind of get you as well to be honest i know i like her like the stuff that I've got from Sierra will carry me through. I think like she's got solid projects and albums. Like I pretty much like all of them except for I don't like Beauty Mots was obviously my least favorite, and I probably listened to maybe one or two songs from it on a regular. But yeah, besides that, she's had like albums before that and that are solid and people will still listen to. So yeah, she, again, she doesn't have to make music. She's done what after like, she's won a Grammy. She's got, you know been number one. She's done it all. Had a number one album. So like, I don't know if there's anything else musically that she needs to do because she did say when she came out that she wants to like sell millions of records and go number one and do this and that. She's done all those kind of things. So yeah, yeah, you're right. She's definitely like accomplished the things that she said she wanted to. Now she's doing the other things she said she wanted to do. So. She could yeah. eventually retire and just be a socialite, and we wouldn't, you know. Honestly, I would. Yeah, exactly. I would not be mad at it, mad at that, to be honest. So, yeah. yeah. Um. No, short time. Yeah. Sorry. Um. Comedian Ari Spears. Is it Ari or Aries? I think it's Aries. Aries. Sorry, Aries Spears. Said that Lizzo looks like a poop emoji, without clothes <laughs> on, or her body does. Anyway, is what he said. I don't know why people always have to comment on people's bodies. Like, just leave it alone, bro. But you see this guy here; he's actually not slim. And no, like, I saw, I saw him. <laughs> like, I'm just like, bro, you're not skinny, so I don't know why you're even speaking. The thing is, he com- he's because he said that she's pretty, but he was like, she's got a really pretty face, but that her body is like mashed potatoes without clothes on. And I was like, bro, like, where was the need? Like, why did you just that? Just came out of nowhere. Like, why did you need to say that? It was a sideways, that's the thing. And it's like mad because obviously he's not exactly like I don't no. think people consider him like good looking and his body is also not like he ain't got abs or six pack or whatever. So it's just kinda like weird that he would comment on her. I, but she... I do feel sorry for Liz for Lizzo sometimes because she's just dragged all the time. Yeah, she is um, generally speaking. But I do love her attitude though. Like she just I just love how she's just she clapped back at the VMAs. I saw that video. On yeah, she clapped back, um, and she like her clapback was like the Nikki response to my yeah. So, it was really good. I'm so yeah, happy that yeah. she did that. Yeah, I thought it was funny. I was just like, yeah, that's the best way to do it. Although I feel like at the same time, like he's a like struggling comedian I've never heard of before, and so giving him clout in a sense it wasn't really necessary because I feel like it would have just died away. Like, you could have just ignored him. But I, I respect the fact that she did that and said that. Plus, she's in a relationship as well. Someone loves her. Someone loves on her. So it's just like, bro, like, you're not with her. You're not trying to get with her. So what are you commenting on? Yeah, exactly. Just, just no need. Move along. Um, so we've had two birthdays of legends who have sadly passed away. So hey, Michael Jackson and Whitney Houston. Um, both of them in August. I didn't, I didn't even know that before um and oh wait how, so michael jackson died in 2009 so he's been dead for 13 years that's crazy and whitney was 2012 so 10 years this God. year that's like the time goes so quickly it does it's so oh, crazy but in rem- in remembrance let's choose our favorite whitney and favorite mj song if you have one Yes, I do. Um, my favorite Whitney Houston song 
is I think it's I'm Your Baby Tonight. <laughs> oh, I love that song. Yeah, I just that's like a... the way that it's like this. I don't know. The song reminds me of the old, you know, the X, the old X Men cartoon theme song. Yeah. Um, you know, like the. Oh, I love like, it. Yeah, yeah. It reminds me of that. So a little bit, like a little bit in the song. But yeah, so that's one of my favorite Willie songs, I think. Um, and then my favorite my production song is um probably. I think it's Beat It, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's taking it back. <laughs> I know. I like V it so much. I've noticed that that's the song that I like. If I want to watch a Michael Jackson video, I'll go and watch Beat It or Bad, but it'll yeah. probably Beat It for me. What about you, Whitney and MJ songs? It's so hard to choose a Whitney one because I actually do like. I actually love her music. Yeah. So, but I would say I used to love the greatest love of all. Oh, good tune. Um, that was a good tune. Even that, or I would say it's not right, but it's okay. I used to love that song. That's a tune as well. Um, and I think the MJ song is. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I've I've never been like the biggest MJ fan, so that's, mm. I'm not really. I mean, I know his hits and his and his classics and stuff, but I've just I'm I've never really like deep dived into his music like that. Mm. But if I had to choose one, I probably would. I actually love the song "Man in the Mirror." Like it makes me cry every single time. Oh. But yeah, I would say that. That's a good song as well, to be honest. Also, honorable mention. Sorry, I like Whitney Houston. Monica put me also Whitney Houston song because when Whitney died. She would cover the song at her concert. Well, she always used to sing it anyway, but she covered. I used to see performances of her singing it, and it's called "You Give Good Love," and it's one of from Whitney's one of her first albums. Oh, yeah. And so I really do like that song because of Monica. It's really, really a really nice song, and um, I don't know if it even have a video. I think it's like a deep album cut, but yeah, yeah that's one. Also, got. another Whitney song that I love is "Heartbreak Hotel." Oh, that's a pop. Oh, I love that song. Um, bop, bop, yeah. bop. Big tune. We um, one day when we do another deep dive, we could actually do a deep dive of Whitney. I don't think she has that many albums. I don't think she does either. To be honest, no. I, it's probably. I don't think it's more than like. It can't be more than like seven. Yeah, I don't think it's either. If you, but I guess there's probably that soundtracks that she's been a part of that would probably add to it. True. Like Bodyguard, I believe people regard that as like her thing. One of yeah, album. There's a lot of songs that she has there. Yeah, so. And she's done a lot of films and stuff, and there's like live concert albums and that kind of thing. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah, but no, you're right, it wouldn't take too long. In terms of actual albums, we've probably got like, yeah, like a few. Yeah. We'll add it to the list. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Um, speaking of Michael, though, um, he is now, so you get accolades, he is the first singer in history to own most multiple diamond albums and singles. So, Thriller, his album is 34 times platinum in the US, which is so mad to me. Yeah. Um, then Billie Jean, the single, has been certified diamond, so that's 10 million sales. And Thriller, the single, is also diamond, 10 million sales. And then Beat It, my favourite Michael Jackson song, is eight times platinum, so 8 million sales. And um, these are the first ones from the 80s to have gone like diamond. So, well that's done crazy. to Michael Jackson and the rest in peace. Yeah, that's crazy. 34 times platinum. Can you imagine? That's so mad. Like <laughs> everybody's mum, granddad, and uncle had the album. Then basically, basically the whole world. <laughs> that's wild. And I think that's one of the most like the best selling albums ever. I think of all time. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like he will just be getting accolades like forever now. So he will. He, it's just, it just makes growing up. And up. He just made such an impact. It's just crazy how what he actually did. Oh, no. I got so I was yesterday was his um birthday and like. I kept listening to Michael Jackson songs. My nieces were over, and I kept putting on like 
Michael Jackson song. My niece was like, older niece was jamming to beat it. She was like singing along. I was looking at her like, how does she know the words? Oh, already? that's so sweet. I know. And then my other one was like dancing around. And I was like, yeah, Michael Jackson still got impact. But how many years later, children are still like dancing and listening to his music. My niece was so captivated as well. She was, this one is like a rat. She doesn't sit down. She sat down and she watched like the whole video. And oh, I was like, okay, sweet. MJ's impact is still there on children. So we love it. We love to see it. Um, following on an anniversary, <clears throat> the 21st anniversary of Aaliyah's death, um, and we've actually spoken about Aaliyah on one of our one of our first episodes, actually. Yeah, we did. We gave a whole we did a whole Aaliyah. Yeah. So, so if you want to go back to that, then yeah, we we discussed like how we love her and her impact on the music industry and things. So um, I just can't believe it's been 21 years, and she's, mm. we we still miss her every 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 single day. And what she would, I always think about what she would have brought to the modern day um, yeah. music industry all the time. So, yeah, it's really sad that she didn't really get to live up to her, her potential. I know, literally, honestly, like every time I think about it, I remember we were at the wedding on um, the Thursday, so I wasn't really like too. Because usually, if I'm at home, I'll be in a Leah mode, like playing Leah music all the day or whatever, whatever. But yeah, um, yeah, I just thought about like her impact and I thought, oh, in seven years, like you accomplished so much by 22. When I was 22, I was working in Waitrose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's just like, you've accomplished so much, like, in such a short time span. And it's just like, as you said, it would be so wild to see what she would have been doing now if she was still alive. But I'm really happy that her impact is still, like, long-lasting. Um, greatness never dies, as they say. Because I even saw a video of Carnival, and they were playing Rock the Boat, and everybody was, like, <laughs> listening and vibes in and dancing. I was like, nah, 20-plus years, and earlier, they still love the music. You're still played on the radio, uh, your impact is just always there. So, yes, rest in peace to Aaliyah. Rest in peace to Aaliyah, Whitney and Michael. Yes, yes. Well, Lots. Oh, it's your time. <coughs> oh, friend, you could close it out if you wanted to. I would not have my <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not at a cave. But I guess we have to mention it anyway. Uh, last on the list, um, Ari Donuts' new album um, is going to be called Age, Sex and Location. And it's out September 9th. And that isn't literally, like, 10 days. So I'm like, whoa. And you know what? I just like the fact that sometimes, like, her and Ella made, they, just, they just put it out. They don't, they're not waiting for the hits. Just put yeah. out the music and we'll do the rest for you. Like, that's fine. So I think that's a good way of, good way to do it. If I'm completely, completely honest, though, I'm just not... I've kind of gone off Iron on it for a little bit. Um, obviously, I like the pressure. I like the pressure. But her new song, I can't remember what it's called now. Hoodie. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't really... It didn't really, like, grab me. Yeah, I don't know. I know obviously she's just, there's been so much controversy around her like this year. Um, not controversy, but like you know her like threatening to retire and people coming for her and stuff. I don't know. Mm. Kind of, I feel like it, I know it's not her fault, but it's kind of in my in my eyes, kind of just you know just put her down in my in my books for some reason. Mm. But you know, I'll still give the album a stream anyway and see see what it's doing. Yeah. Me too. Definitely, I will still listen. Um, as you said, though, yeah, I don't really like the hoodie song. Um, Pressure was cool. I feel like along the lines of that would have been good. Um, I don't know what happened, though, obviously, because like, it's mad, because Pressure came out almost a year ago. So Pressure came out in September 2021. So we got two singles, but then like it was almost a year to get the second single. So I can tell she's been fighting for the album to come out with her label, which is... Yeah, because if they just released it last September, then I don't think when pressure was like you know popping off and stuff, that would have made more sense to me. Just to wait a year, release a song that 
I'm not really feeling, you're not really feeling, and then it's like, you know? Yeah, it's just, yeah. I mean, yeah. To be honest with you, I um, I was the same with LMA. Like, I, I loved her album, but I, still, I haven't really gone back to it. Mm. Um, only like a few songs, the ones that I really like saved onto my uh, my um, on my library. But like the actual album, I haven't really gone back to like listen to it in its entirety. So yeah, I, I haven't know, listened I to it since we. I guess we listened to it and we talked. We spoke about it on one of our episodes. I haven't listened to that, to be honest, and it hasn't played on my phone either. So yeah, yeah, we'll see yeah. anyway. Yep. We shall. That brings us to the end of our hot topics. Um, we're going to update the playlist now. <clears throat> if you guys didn't know, we have a playlist on Spotify called The Rated Playlist. And every week we add a new school song and an old school song. Um, and it's my turn to add an old school song. Um, and I'm going to add a song from the 2000s, um, old school Beyonce, called a meal. It's a meal featuring Beyonce called I Got. Oh, okay. I know that song. I Got That, yeah. I only discovered that the other day because it came on, on you know, the radio thing on Spotify. Yeah. And, uh, um, and I've never heard that song before, but I actually really like like it. I didn't even know that even existed. So. There's a video as well. Yeah. And then Beyonce just sounds so different back then. She sounds so young, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Taking it back. Love it, love it. Um, I'm going to add the new school, new school song, new song. Um, and I'm adding Rema, Rima. Calm Down with Selena Gomez. Um, he's an Afrobeat artist from Nigeria. Um, yeah, I heard that. Yeah, I literally like heard the song when I was playing Afrobeats for my nieces yesterday. And I was like, oh, this is good. They played it on an advert. Um, I was like, mm, I like this. And Selena Gomez on an Afrobeat song. Mm, nice. So yeah, it's yeah, Rambo Calm Down. Definitely check that out. Yeah, it's a bop still. Um, so anyway, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, make sure to follow us on socials at the Rated Podcast. Um, you can drop us an email if you want at theratedpodcast1 at gmail.com. And you can find me at my personal Instagram at Olivade. And I'm at Carl CNN. And um, yeah, we'll speak at you next week, every Wednesday. Mm-hmm. See you later. Bye. Bye.